Welcome to Mission Smart with David and Vicki Frazier. In this podcast, we discuss a variety of topics related to global missions with the goal of offering wise and practical counsel. In today's Mission Smart topic, we're going to be talking about discerning God's will. And in our previous podcast, we we talked about the different reasons or the different purposes for using this podcast or creating it. And one of them was to enrich the topics that are within our book, Mission Smart. And early in the book is the topic of discerning God's will in regards to missions. And we're going to be sharing a lot of personal examples from our own stories of how God guided us. So as we think about this enormous topic, obviously a single podcast doesn't cover all of it, but we'll talk about the general principles. How does God guide us as we make life decisions? And this has been, throughout our lives, we've experienced this over and over. He uses scripture, prayer, circumstances, and counsel. And these all work in unison. Exactly. I think the key thing in it is that you don't, you don't grab one and follow it. It's they work together. They should confirm each other. Um, It's it's dangerous to just take one of these and follow it. Exactly. So the first one is how how did God use Scripture in discerning His will for us? And so we want to just tell some of our stories of how God uses Scripture. Um, I think for me, I remember my first real, when God really showed me, his mission to the nations. I remember reading the Old Testament and I was in Exodus and I just began to see this phrase over and over that all the world may know that I am the Lord, that all the nations may know that I am the Lord. And I think that was, it just came home to me because I began to highlight it throughout as I continue to read the whole Bible. And I realized this isn't something that just came out in the New Testament. It's a theme that runs from the garden all the way to heaven. Yeah, I think it's often presented as just a New Testament right, thing. Right. And so when you when I saw that it was a theme that it was God was on a mission. And this wasn't I'm going to become a missionary, it's God's on a mission and we all need to join in with what he's doing. And I I think we see in scripture that there are different ways in which all of us make our particular contribution. So we see in the New Testament that there are different parts of the body and different giftings. And so once again, Scripture is saying, yes, God is on a mission, but also we're all going to maybe have a different, unique contribution. No. Um, How else did God use Scripture in our lives? Um, Well, the Old Testament was key in my understanding of missions too, which is really interesting because it isn't what we typically think of. But when I learned, I took a course on the Old Testament, and when I learned that God's God's heart was that He be known, that man know Him and come to understand Him and know Him as He is, and that that was working in the Old Testament as well as in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, it's more, come and see my character as reflected in these people, this particular people group, and my relationship with them and who they are as they... The people of Israel. Yes, the people of Israel, as they draw close to me and become more like me. So come and see. But then the New Testament is more go out and tell. 
And when I started seeing that, the theme of all of Scripture is that more people might know God. Yeah, so it was... It wasn't that, oh, that person is called to missions, so that's a vocation. No, it's got, it's an overall theme in the Bible. And so what hit home to me was, I don't know what my particular contribution is going to be, but God's Word is clearly guiding that guiding us and saying we all need to be involved with God's mission. It's just on how. And then I remember reading about Paul who said, I want to take the gospel to where... Christ had not been known. And so we sort of saw, it, was, it sort of let Paul let us know about his strategy. And what, what I saw in that was, oh, this is where the whole idea of unreached peoples, people who have never heard the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so once again, Scripture is, is giving us insight. So when we talk about God guiding us in His will, there are lots of principles in the Bible that can guide us generally about missions. Yes. And... I remembered saying that in the book. That's not what this book is about. We're seeing there's so many other books that are uh, expounding so much better that God's heart is for the nations. Um, so God does use Scripture that way. He can guide us personally. He often doesn't get into specifics. Uh, you know, Through Scripture. You right, mean. right. Turning left, turn right, leave now, tomorrow. Um, but we do see some valuable principles regarding missions. I mean, also, if you think about just the principles in that are running throughout Scripture in Proverbs about practicality, that also played into timing of when we were leaving. Like the Proverbs. Yes. Yes. Um, and you're right. And seeing, but I think that, that that helped guide us clearly with Scripture. And we are, as long as we are in the Word and we are continually giving a good input of Word, God can use as we go through and we read Scripture daily and weekly. That is clearly part of it. We just want to make sure that we look at each individual verse within the whole counsel of Scripture. Absolutely. And not take verses out of context. Right. So a second way we mention is that it's through circumstances. Some have said this should be called providence, where providence is God's sort of invisible hand at work. And we saw God's hand at work in our lives, in so many of the circumstances, the people we met, where we lived, what we were doing, that helped guide us. So let's, let's talk about some of those things, that how that guided us to, what, to, to where we were going, Vicki, and what we were doing. Well, I think the church that we actually both went to was such a mission-oriented church that the fact that we were within that community and that missions was always being talked about was... And supported. And honored, even. Yeah. And so for us to say we wanted to go was like, yes, we're all in. And that really helped us. Um, Yeah, it was a giving church as well so that giving specifically toward missions. So it, we knew that yeah. as we were going out, we would we had the people, the prayer support, the financial support. People were giving in those ways to us, and we knew that that helped us. It did. It made us think, you know, with so much blessing, our parents, our families were totally behind us. And so we thought, we're so blessed. 
you know, we can go. <laughs> In other words, if if we can't go, who can? You know, um, another thing I remember as I began this general idea of missions, I remembered as I was deciding on education and schooling, and I was, um, I, I thought of getting a, a master's degree, and I remember um, thinking about what, that the whole world wanted to learn English, and that it was a skill that uh, was greatly needed all around the world. And I could get into a country and I could get a job. And so once again, that was a circumstance that you could say that guided me into getting my master's degree in teaching English. Um, and also working in that for a few years before we went abroad and understanding what it was like to work yep. um, in a not a School. Christian environment, well, oh, but a yeah. secular environment. Right, at the university. That really greatly prepared me. I think for me, one of the, and, and probably for you, you had a lot more experience with international people from other countries, internationals, than I did. But just getting out there and actually spending time, and we're looking at the heart of God is for the nations. So where are they? And we began to meet and spend time with them, which actually meant we were saying no to spending time with other people and putting that, these that were in, like us that were like right. us, and so the circumstances of bringing all the nations here really helped confirm what we wanted to do, um, and and just the circumstances in getting to know all these different people from different countries in the world, and we found our hearts yeah. drawn towards certain people groups. Yes, because at the first we said they're from another country. Let's go. Let's jump in. Oh, yes. Anything from... We were drinking some weird tea and... Yes, from Bangladesh to Germany. I mean, anything. Exactly. So those... And, and, and spending and really enjoying our time with specific people group really helped guide us. You know, people have said, how did we get to the country we went to? And it really started with, you know... Friendships. Friendships and getting to know them and really falling in love with their culture Another thing about circumstances is the state of the world. And I know that the father of modern missions, William Carey, wrote a book, and all it really did was explain the state of the gospel around the world and how how many lost were in, in certain countries. And Operation World is a book, and there's other resources out there today. But in our day, I remember reading through Operation World, and we just began to see these countries that had the statistics were overwhelming. And we began to see, wow, this is a people group or a religious group or a country that has so few believers. Uh, I remember what did it say? You know, like these are the, this is one of the largest unreached nations in the world. And I think that information also guided us. So I, I throw that into the category of circumstances of God guiding us there. I mean, there was also different short-term Mission trips. I didn't go on any short-term mission trips, but you went on one. Yeah, and that you was helpful. You went somewhere in the states, and but you did some work in urban. You did in the city. I did do Learned some things like yourself. that. Learned a lot. Yeah. Yes. Um, I went and spent a summer. I remember in London and working uh, there with people group and 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 just inter- interacting with them on the street, and and that was very helpful. That was also it sort of. It told me a lot of things of what I didn't want to do in my ministry, and it told me a lot of what I what I what I really wanted to do. So those 
those experiences helped. kind of narrowed the field in both those directions. Yes, yes. Yeah, we when after we'd been married for a year or two, we went on what was called a round the world ticket, where you could um, start in one place and you could circle the globe going one direction, stopping as many places as you want. And crazy strip, we craziest, ever did. very crazy. But what we were doing was going to places where we knew people. They might be the relatives of our friends, our international friends, or our refugee friends back in Memphis. They might be missionaries, yep. people we knew. And the the circumstances of just which countries we visited. We just put ourselves out there, and we visited them and interacted with the people and the And culture. we're looking for jobs. We're gathering information yep. about jobs, um, living circumstances there, how to get visas. And that was some of the, the way that God's hand, His invisible hand, led us. But we were being proactive. I mean, we weren't just sitting around going, I just want to hear God say this people group and show me on a map. Uh, we were moving and we were trying and we were experimenting and seeing places and people. Another thing that God clearly uses is prayer. And so we, you constantly ask God, uh, you know, God, guide me, lead me. And, you know, what do you use in your prayers? Well, you use scripture. And you use things like Operation World, and you pray for people groups, and you pray for people. You, prayer Cast is a great tool. Prayer to use. Cast, yeah, is an online thing with wonderful videos um, that we use now with churches. We actually were part of a, a group of people who were praying through Operation World, and God took every single person that was in that group yeah. abroad. Some for longer amounts of time and some for shorter amounts of time. But he, every single one, just in the praying together through that. Yeah, I, I remember William Carey once said, you know, all you need to know God's will is, is his word and a map. And what he meant was, you know, to see the state of the world. And so as you learn, you get this information about unreached people groups. and Start praying. That's right. Start praying through these things, and that can help guide us. Now, as we... We talked about that round-the-world trip. During that trip, we were praying both together and individually and praying through specific cities, specific countries. And we continued praying even after we got back. And then after a couple of months of that, we just sat down and said, what do you, how would, are you yeah. feeling led in this? And and it was... It was very clear. Very clear. It was the same, actually the same city. And Yep. That we both felt led to, and that that having that individual confirmation through prayer, as well as as a couple, was really helpful. Right, but it was a combination of all these different things. I think working together, and the the last thing that we think God uses is counsel, which is input from others. And you know, this can be books. We read a lot. We read books. Uh, we had to go to the library. We didn't have the internet in those days. Um, uh, yeah, our church, we talked about the, the exposure to missions, and missionaries were constantly in front of us. They were telling us about their ministries. They were telling us about their lives. They were sharing all sorts of things, and they were honored. And I think just years and years and years of that. Yeah, but we didn't, you know, they were up there, but I remember pursuing them afterwards. I mean, when they, when they, fin- they finished speaking, I remember going right up to them and saying, can I talk to you more? And I remember a speaker was there and he said, I don't have any more time. And I said, where are you staying? He said, I'm in a hotel. I said, I'll come to that hotel. I remember I was in college and I would follow guys 
you know, on their way to speak somewhere, I would meet up with them. So I think that going to get that counsel was really helpful. There was it was a- so helpful. With me, with talking to all these different missionaries, what I found was that the in the wildly varying circumstances, places that they were, all the things that happened to them, the certain thing was that God, God was there, that God was faithful. And it, it was like a beautiful display over the years of His incredible faithfulness in all sorts of circumstances and places. I remember as I was thinking about where I wanted to go, I remember some people giving me input like, well, do you want to you know, do you, are you medical or are you business or are you agriculture? And I remember narrowing it down and, and realizing that teaching English would be something I could do. And it was a strategy. And there was a couple that really helped me. I remember going to uh, the, the U.S. Center for World Missions. And I sat there with an agency and said, I want to be a missionary. You know, and the guy looked at me and said, well, how many friends do you have from that country, from that people group right now? I said, well, I, uh, hey, man, I'm in college. I don't I don't. well. Why don't you go, uh, you know, spend a couple of years doing it right here in the in the states before you, you go know, make a friend? Yeah, before you come in here and apply. And boy, I just remember thinking, I'm called, man. You know, I really want to go, and I, I really appreciated that counsel that really guided me. You didn't appreciate it first. No, I didn't. <laughs> I wanted to pop him and say, I'm called. I mean, didn't you hear me? And what he was saying was, okay, if you're called to this people group or this religious group, get busy. Let's see it. And and we'll probably talk about that in another podcast. But um, so God really used outside counsel. And that is what this podcast is. That is what our book is about, outside counsel. Um, Even just spending time with people who valued other cultures and who could teach us things like hospitality and the value of hospitality and uh, a warm culture versus right. a cold, cooler culture. All of those things people taught us. I remember trying to have people in our home, and we didn't understand their, the time frame of Middle Eastern people. Remember that time we were waiting for them, for them to come for dinner? They were hour and something late. I think everything we had cooked was burning. Oh, I forgot about that. And I thought, you know, wasn't it good this happened right here with us here in town as opposed to overseas? Um, We ate out and then we said, why don't we drop in and visit this other, it was a Southeast Asian family. And we said, let's just drop in. Okay. We learned about- We learned we could drop in. We could drop in, but we also learned- Oh, she's in there cooking something, and there's going to be food. And remember, we were just we were about to pop when we left. We're like, why? We just it have was, to remember that, that, that was a tough one to add. That yeah, it, it, I remember it was fish, and I'm not a big fish person, and I was already full. And just try, don't but, come to someone's house totally full. But you know, at the same time, those days confirmed what we were doing. You know, we had scripture, we had been praying, and we began to do this together. And we began to say, we're enjoying this, we're thriving in this, and we want more. And that God used all Well, of and all lives. the people, like our mentors that were in our lives, I was part of a group of women. They were almost all 20 years older than me. And we're just praying with them and praying about personal stuff, but also praying for missionaries and the needs there. And it was formative in learning how to pray. And in they actually prayed us through the last 
30-something years. I mean, they've been praying for me since I was 14. That's incredible. But they affirmed what you were doing. They saw They you, did. And that helped. That was part of it. was counsel and prayer, you could say. Yeah. And I think mentors in your life, older people. Who know you. Yeah, we've mentioned our book. You know, your friends, your closest friends. Um, do they see this as making sense in your life right now? That is a key thing to... Or is it a sudden right turn or yeah, left turn? Right. Is this out of the blue? Um, and then somebody might say, well, you got to understand my family. They're, they think I'm crazy for wanting to go into this work or to move overseas. Well, okay, that's true. If your family is not Christian, they might think you're crazy. But but listen carefully to their reasons, you know. There, there can still be wisdom in what they're saying, you know, and those closest Actually, to you, they know you. Yeah, they do. They know you really well, right. and you would be wise to listen. To listen. And then you can work through and pray through the things that you're told and say, well, God, what do you have for me from this? Yeah. But they do know you, and they, they actually know your faults. So we we believe that God uses altogether Scripture, prayer, the invisible hand of God or circumstances, and then the counsel of others. And these can work together to make a healthy decision. Um, now, for me, finding, discerning the will of God, it's it's like um, as you are walking, a train is going through um, a tunnel. And at first, if you're that train, you see a pinpoint of light. And it's tiny, but you go toward it. You know which direction generally to go. But as you get closer and closer and closer to the exit of the tunnel, the light gets bigger and bigger and bigger and more clear. And then when you get there and move out into it, it's very clear. It's just the next step. And I think that's Elizabeth Elliot was who taught me that in a book, A Slow and Certain Light. A slow but certain, certain light, light. Getting yes. clearer and clearer as you get closer. Yeah, I teach my. I, I remember teaching my kids when they were younger and traveling. You know, if you're at a bus station, if you're at a train station, an airport, you're not sure if you're in the right spot. Are you at the right gate? What's the key? And my kids, they'll repeat it to me now. Keep asking people. Keep asking questions. Because I always say, you don't want to just ask one person, yeah, you're at the right gate. You, know, you want to go up and ask again because the gate can change. And I think that's really a good thing to know about life. It's just to keep asking. Why not ask? Why not pursue people? So the key here is to be proactive and moving. So those are just some thoughts on discerning God's will and missions. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for listening today. Our book, Mission Smart, 15 Critical Questions to Ask Before Launching Overseas, is available on Amazon in paperback or Kindle. Feel free to email us with your questions through our website, esionline.org. Remember to subscribe to our podcast to get more episodes as they're published.